T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is hour number two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3. The fan is Zach Wolchuk is prepared to take center stage for this segment. Lead us in some NFL true or false fart. And he is stewing right now, aren't you? What are you stewing about, Wolchuk? Bobby has changed his freaking profile picture to me beardless right now. And I just want to hit him in the face. And it's before Walt did uh, the nice trim up on the actual head hair. It's not even the completed version. So I just got Bobby, you... Honestly, I will say, in no joke, if you if you cropped out the microphone in this photo here, this looks like a mugshot picture because yeah, Walchuk's clearly angry. He's just like deadpan looking into the camera, and he oh looks like goodness. he regrets yeah. everything that's happened to him over the last four hours or so. Poten- I, it's a factory of sadness picture. Does he? Does life. he look like he's? Hearing a verdict like he was on trial? Yes. Like, like it's just like sentencing? The, he just got the worst news ever, which is yeah. a, a life sentence. When he said new profile Maximum picture, security. I thought it was like anytime I call him, he's changing it. It's not the one of displeasure when he called into the nosebleed seats, and I knew he was calling in to troll. Now he's changed it on all of his platforms. This looks like your evil twin. You know, that spent time in Alabama and has no fashion sense. This isn't good. Mm-hmm. That's what that looks <laughs> I don't know like what right to there. Do with myself. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't know either, uh, Wolchuk. And I'm trying to decide in my mind what your name would be or should be if you looked like this instead of the normal Zach Wolchuk. And I think I'm going with Cletus. I think this is Cletus Wolchuk that we have in our present. You were Cletus, bur- the, you were Burt the, the other Fox day Sports for a robot. Yes, yeah, the Fox Sports robot. Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, Perfect. here he is. There's just a lot of eyebrow now when you look at Wolchuk. A lot of brows. A lot yeah. of brows. Lot Nothing of brows. happened with the brows. A lot of R's. And here he is with some R's NFL true or fart falls. Take uh, it away. All right, let's get right into it. I'll bring you some NFL news leading into uh, the 420 top 10. But if you missed it and you've never played NFL True or Fart, this game originated thanks to the greatness that is Robert Flores, former ESPN anchor, might even still be current. I can't keep up with who's in and out over there at the wide world of sports. I think but he's he, baseballing now. He's baseballing? Well, yeah, good for you, Robert, because uh, yeah. he had this slip up on air. All right, we've moved to the red zone as far as the running back conversation goes here on this Sports Center Fantasy Draft Special. True or Fart? False. Marshawn Lynch matches last year's production. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you guys this, and you tell me if you think it is true or you think it is fart false. I begin with you, Eric Chiafalo. Jimmy G is going to sign with the New York Jets this offseason. Oh, he's got the Robert Sala connection. Yep, and he's obviously sent Zach Wilson home to read a book, meaning I don't want you anywhere near my football team. Yeah, get away from me and my football team. Man, we were laughing yesterday if the Jets only had a quarterback. Go F yourself, Bobby Belt. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, Chuck is not handling things very well right now. Certainly not professionally. Uh, I'm not a professional. Let's uh, let's go with a big fat false here, and I think uh, I think the Niners are gonna try and and retain him. I think that's what they're gonna. I think ultimately that's what they're gonna want. They got do. Brock Purdy. I don't think there's any reason to retain him. Uh, I, I, Trey I, Lance. I, Trey, yeah, but Trey Lance. I mean, what's the plan there? He's off a catastrophic injury. He's supposed to be a mobile Keep him quarterback. Up because you probably can't trade him. I mean, the Jets do have a lot to like. There's familiarity with the head coach now. They they have a respectable defense and they got some weapons. Like Garrett Wilson at wide receiver is legit, legit. They got young running backs that are coming back. Actually, I just convinced myself Garoppolo's a Jet. Let's true that. Okay, uh, true or far? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. That is a fl- stinky flatulence because I think he makes more sense in Miami. <gasps> With former uh, Niners OC Mike McDaniel, Ooh. I think Robert Sala, being the defensive mind, knows Jimmy sucks, and it was just Kyle Shanahan all along, so he doesn't want him. I agree with Gavin. I think this has got Miami Dolphins written all over it. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go. Uh, Is that just because like Jimmy Garoppolo looks like a guy who you could see walking down South Beach at any given moment? There's and, and just skin. getting anybody you know and getting anybody he wanted. All of them. I'm gonna all say fart. You guys have even some women. Me. Yeah. Even, even some women. I yeah. think Jimmy G in South Beach is a perfect fit. I love that idea. All right, let's go to you, General Derek Carr, man. He's going to end up signing with the Washington Commanders this offseason. Maybe it's via trade. Either way, he's going to be a commando. Um, I'm going to say false. I'm taking him back to Houston where they have an affinity with, for the Carr family. There's some connections there. Plus, they're just rebuilding. Um, you know, he's a bridge quarterback uh, where Washington, I feel like, has a good team and they're going to be looking for uh, either a good rookie or a better quarterback to lead them into the uh, playoffs. Okay, Brian? I'm going to say fart. I think he does end up at the Jets because I think Robert Sala is kind of a tough-minded guy and this is a tough-minded quarterback. Kind of guy that can handle conditions and things like that, sturdy and all. So I'm going to say that he's going to end up with the Jets. Okay. Uh, certainly could see that, uh, but I will I will fart on it. I think the Colts are an interesting one. They've been recycling through quarterbacks, and I don't know that they're going to have like a. I don't know what what are they picking. They 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 won a, a handful of games. It's probably going to keep them out of unless they trade up in some way. But I like Carr to the Colts. All right, I'm going to end up going uh, fart there as well. I think there are other destinations that he ends up going to. I don't know if it's going to be the commando, so I think the betting odds would be no. All right, let's go. Uh, with 630 the- says douche move by Bobby Bell, by the way. You're getting some support here Thank on the you. text. I appreciate it. I'm also getting a lot of like credit. Can I go on record and say Bobby doesn't give enough? Uh, no, I know Bobby doesn't care. Yeah. Uh, he does not care. But his, I'm gonna, his, his wife does, and his wife's going to be very upset with him. They're calling him wait, Wilbur Wolchuk right wait, now on the 254. Wilbur. Speaking, speaking of that, does we have cupcakes in the fridge? Did you bring oh, the cupcakes? that's a question. Oh, did, I, I, did he bring the cupcakes is the question. Did Bobby Bell? Oh, Bobby bring the cupcakes. Do you think those delicious cupcakes made it through the weekend at Bobby's house? God, no. That yeah. would be Bobby my guess. Bobby was gone. But you know, maybe that's fair. The but kiddos, then, but Bobby but, came home. But they yeah, wouldn't have made it through the morning right. with RJ around. Let's see. Maybe I'll check the fridge. Colts, by the way, have the fourth overall pick, so they could end up drafting one of those quarterbacks. All right, here's a Cowboys one. Let's start with you, Brian. True or fart? Tony Pollard ends up drawing a lot of free agent interest, and he ends up leaving the Cowboys. I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to say that's true. I think people kind of realize this guy is not just a slight back. These. 200 pounds he's capable of carrying it he can catch the ball well i think i think dallas they 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 got what they you know 
It's a shame they didn't use him the other three years like they're using him now. He's a 1,000-yard back. I don't think he's going to be really hugely expensive, but I think somebody's going to bring him in and they have a really good plan for him. But there's a lot of good backs in this draft. You and I have already talked about that, at least in the first round. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody ever wants to use a first round, but I, I would say that he's probably going to leave the Cowboys. I'm really scared of the Eagles now with that New Orleans pick they got, 10 overall. I think they're going to snag B. John Robinson. Very well could. Eric, I would love for my division rival to take a running back at pick number ten. That would I would be excited if you told me right now they could take just Bijan Robinson. The Eagles could have him, and they have to forfeit their tenth overall pick to do it. I would say, please God, do that. Thank you, Eagles. They're in a position where they can take a luxury pick, and that dude might be a top. I think he is right now a top five overall player in the draft. Oh, from a talent standpoint, I don't think you can argue. I don't. It. I don't disagree with you when you're talking value wise. Though ultimately, though, I think the Cowboys end up franchise tagging Tony Pollard. That's what's going to happen. So okay. I don't think they're, they're, he's going to fart. Have, yeah, I'll fart on that. Is that is what is that like? Uh, fifteen million dollars? About fifteen mil. Yeah, but for one year, cool with it. I mean, are you kidding me? If Dalton Schultz is worth whatever he was 10? this year, eleven, mm-hmm. ten or eleven, I think Tony Pollard this year worth fifteen. They have a lot of cap issues. I don't think they're going to keep them. Uh, I think you got to find the money somewhere. And I think the point you made right there about you know teams coming in, like what's the cap at? Or I mean, what what is the tag at? I think it's at fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. yeah. It's at fifteen million for a running back. Well, yeah. You got you got bleeped with you just got new contracts. Derrick Henry's Kamara got a new deal. Wow. Zeke's deal still Zeke's, is yeah. is bloating it. Yeah. I, I you know, it was a good run, but I, I think they would keep him if he had been a college star and sold a lot of jerseys. But you could tell by the way they positioned him in their first three years that he just wasn't a guy that stirs the drink for them in, in those other ways with TV ratings and stuff. So I think they'll go back to the approach that they use with DeMarco Murray, which is that it's just it's not good business to pay running backs. This one will be interesting. Eric, uh I'll go to you for this one. True or fart, Lamar Jackson demands a trade out of Baltimore this offseason. See, so that was the that was the thing. You guys got Jimmy G going to Miami. I, I think Miami is trying to build up all the speed in the world. They got Waddle and Hill uh, with Tua. Who knows if he's going to play this week or ever again. And if you're the Dolphins, how could you trust that health anyways? Lamar Jackson is a South Florida kid. I'm sure he would welcome that uh, going back to his hometown, assuming the money's right there, which I think the Dolphins have shown they're willing to spend all the monies right now. And uh, so that that's where I have Lamar Jackson going. I think he is going to end up kind of doing one of these trade demand things. Because, I mean, dude, he was hell-bent on getting that guaranteed contract, and, and Baltimore was hell-bent to not give it to him. Yeah. By the way, it is not uh, – there are no brownies in that fridge. Oh, So Bobby bleeped us again. Yeah, I do. I do think he'll demand out. I don't. I, I think Baltimore is one of these teams that's wise enough to know um, it's going to be really, really difficult to build a winner around this. And that's why they don't want to give him what he wants. And Miami will give players what they want. That's their edge right now, whether it's a, a Chubb or Hill. They're like, yeah, yeah. Here, um, so I could see that. I could see that happening quite easily where the agent is you know, talking with multiple teams that would be willing to give him what he wants. And, you know, I, I don't know if you can build a winning team around Lamar Jackson, to be honest with you. I, I think the Ravens probably have the right idea here with playing this thing, um, you know, careful. There's there's two things you can do. You can say no, or you could give him the deal. And I think this is the coward's way out. Say, well, let's see if it works. And it, it just doesn't work. Unless you can slice and dice an offense like you're freaking Peyton Manning. Or Patrick Mahomes, it's it's just not going to work with guys like that. Defenses have become too small and fast for the running quarterback to dominate a game the way that you would have to for a deal like that to make sense. 
I think this is the first big trade of the new year, the league new year. And I would keep an eye on the commanders here mm. at the 17th or the 16th pick. I'd keep an eye on, on them. And well, maybe and you're moving him out of the conference. It yeah, makes sense. And moving him out of the conference. Ron Rivera's probably, you know, the fact they went eight, eight and one was really a good thing for him. But that's a, that's a coaching staff that's probably going to have to do something and will probably have new ownership there. You might want to make a big splash. Now, do you make a, do you make the splash that you made with like what they did in Denver and give guaranteed money and all that? I think they'd be a little bit more reasonable. But I'd keep an eye on the commanders, and I think he's going to get traded. Yeah, I think this is a true. Uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson and Baltimore end up coming to a deal, and I do know that Miami has a lot of interest. I had a source preseason uh, tell me that that Miami was going to go all out for Lamar Jackson. They were trying to do it last offseason, but they ended up going and making it's, the deal with Tyreek Hill. It would, be, it would be kind of interesting to see them trading for a quarterback with all the injury problems that they've gone through. You know, with the Dolphins, they've gone through so much with the injury of their quarterbacks. Do you trade for a guy that might be a little bit more injury prone there? I, I That's the question. I, I, I understand myself. that. I, I get it. All right, uh, Gavin. Well, actually, I'll, I'll go to you on this one, uh, Brian, because you're pretty plugged in on this. How about this for a prediction, true or fart? Sean Payton actually doesn't end up returning to the NFL this season. He sits out one more year. Yeah, he uh, he told his Fox brothers uh, yesterday that he was, on a scale of 1 to 10, he was 7 on coming back. I just think it has to be the absolute right situation. And to me, I've been really clear about this. The right situation is where he can run everything. He doesn't, you know, he he's talking about city. He's talking about ownership. He's talking about, you know, all these things, roster and stuff like that. But ultimately, he wants to be the guy that decisions go through. So if he can't find that, if he can't find that location, then I could see him staying at Fox. Absolutely. Uh, I th- I think he's going because there's multiple good opportunities, you know, um, great weather, good quarterback situations. I could see him staying. Uh, this is a tough one because the Saints are asking for compensation, you know, and I, I don't know if they're going to come off a first round pick or if a two or a three will get it done. But I, I just think there's there's interesting opportunities. And it's not often that you get those decent rosters with franchise quarterbacks that you can step into in good weather. Holy cow, that's a lot of good things going on. Yeah, you're going to need the perfect situation. I, I see Sean Payton being a guy that's going to be super picky and judicious about the way he goes about this because it's not like the shine's going to wear off of him. We blink our eyes this time next year. Sean Payton's still going to be a name out there floating around, and, and he's people are going to be interested in him. How many years did we talk about John Gruden? For Bill Cowher, yeah. a million years. Yeah, so yeah, Bill Cowher talked about him for forever. So I, I do. I, I'm kind of with Broadus here, where I, I think it's uh, I think it's a true that he's going to end up going back back to the studio. All right, let's do this last one, and and, and I think true as well because I don't know that I don't think McVay's going to leave. I, I think he ends up staying, and I think maybe that Rams job might be the most attractive for him. All right, uh, Gavin, let's let's go to you to wrap this up. A lot of rumors here, true or fart, Tom Brady ends up jumping pirate ships, and he is a Vegas Raider next year. I could see that definitely um, because the way that the owners are structured with the Raiders, you want to make a splash. You want to bring somebody in. You really need a quarterback. Derek Carr has known he's out the door. I, I just feel like there's a lot of momentum heading in that direction for it to get out even before the Buccaneers play a playoff game. I'm going to buy that 100%. Brian? Especially now that the 49ers have found Brock Purdy. Yeah. I kind of feel like, though, this will be an interesting one. I know the Raiders have talked about it. You know, at least that's what Albert Breer is saying. It's kind of getting out there. 
I really wonder, because there's some people that really don't know if Josh McDaniels really wants Tom Brady coming out there. I think Josh McDaniels would like to have his own quarterback that, that he could kind of develop and kind of groom. And, you know, was it always really that those last couple of years, there's a lot of loyalty that McDaniels has to Bill Belichick. And I don't think it went really well for Brady, Belichick, and McDaniels that those last couple of years there in New England. I think he knows all the warts of Tom Brady as well. You know, do I want to hitch my wagon to a guy that's 45 years old? I, I don't – I'm going to call I, – I think there's going to be some pushback there by, by the head coach, and it might cost the head coach's job. You know, the owner might say, well, screw you, you're fired, and I'll bring somebody else in that wants Tom Brady. You know? Yeah, we'll see who Tom Brady wants. Yeah. You know, yeah. here's your parting gift. Go talk to to Bill. Is he still looking for an OC? Still have Matt Patricia calling yeah, plays? Exactly. It's like you're heading home again, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go fart on that as well. Uh, it just seems too easy that all oh, is just going to happen for him in Vegas. And does he really want to go and do a vision, division with Pat Mahomes and play for the second spot? I mean, the biggest thing, biggest advantage in Brady's career is playing in trash divisions, including this year. All right, thank you, fellas. Thank you, Woolchuck. Looking good over there with his fresh face. He lost a bet as well. That was a big bet that he placed uh, on Micah Parsons over 15 and a half sacks with Bobby Bell. It was looking and good for a while, He there. is paying the price. It was looking good for a while. We'll get, we'll get him next year, Micah. We yeah. got this, buddy. Yeah. All righty. When we come back here in the G-Bag Nation, it's time for the Mike McCarthy press conference. He'll be talking with reporters as we return right here. It's the G-Bag Nation and the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here we go. We are standing by for the Mike McCarthy press conference. I got some Cowboys questions of the day for you right here on a Cowboys Monday. How are you looking at these things now? Okay. Maybe uh, you looked at them a little different a few weeks ago. 
six weeks ago for sure. You know, a month ago, the idea of losing to Tampa was like an unexpected comedic tragedy. Oh, could you imagine if they still lose to Tampa? Ha, ha, ha. What would happen then? Well, now, even though Tampa's not coming in as a hot team, how are you looking at this Tampa game, Wolchuk? These Cowboys, the one-and-done boys? Or, or, or are they just uh, taking a little step back before their rocket shot? Well, they show up like they did against Washington. They're certainly one-and-done. I, I think the Cowboys, the one positive... They've been really good after losses. And that's not only this year, but that's in the Mike McCarthy era here. And they've been resilient. I don't. I think you're going to get a, a good effort from the Cowboys. And I, I think Tampa Bay stinks. I, I really don't think that's a good football team. The concern is Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's going to be going after that left cornerback. And that's a massive, massive concern. So, I mean, I think the Cowboys have a chance to win this game. But to say that I am uh, as optimistic as I was this time yesterday, would be an absolute lie. But you'll still pick the Cowboys? Right now, uh, I got to go back and kind of watch some more Tampa Bay to see how they're playing run defense and at the line of scrimmage. Where I stand today and the deficiencies that the Cowboys are showing with their offensive line, I think I'm leaning more towards Tampa Bay. All right. How about you, Brian? How how do you look at this game now? I'm going to pick Dallas to win. And I'm going to pick Dallas to win because I feel like, though, that this team has proven, though, when they have bad losses, they find a way to kind of get everything together and rally. I trust what McCarthy's saying about their bad week of practice. And, you know, to me, now a loss like this does make you lock in a little bit more. I like that. And so I'm going to say you were able the first time you played Tampa when everybody was fresh. Zeke was averaging a little over five yards a carry. Now, I'm not saying there's teams that won't let you run the ball. I'm interested to see. I'm going to go back and watch Cincinnati because I think Cincinnati defensively did something that really gave Tom Brady a lot of problems. There's been some teams this year that have given the Bucs some issues. I'm going to study those games and kind of figure that out. But Dallas... My thought about Dallas right now is, though, I they 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 find ways to recover after a bad game, so I am going to I'm going to go likely as uh, right as I sit right now with the Cowboys until something tells me different. I think you're getting Vanderesh back, you're getting Hankins back, you know, you're getting some guys. It's going to be I think it's going to be close on the center, so I think you could shuffle your line for how you want to go that way. Tampa doesn't score a whole hell of a lot of points. No, no, they're not playing and, and, well. And Dallas has scored a whole hell of a lot of points until yesterday. Yeah, I don't think that's you know. I but yeah, you that quarterback can't play like he did yesterday, of course, and expect to win. I kind of feel like this team's going to bounce back right now, and I would I would say they'd go. Well, Mike McCarthy will like to hear that, and here he is at the podium. What was your message to the players today, and just in general, what's the what's the mood been here? Um, the, the move, the move was, 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 um, let's say it was consistent. Uh, they came in, they got their workouts in, uh, you know, had some conditioning to do, you know, being, being on eight day week here. So, um, then we had the team meeting. Uh, so we, we, you know, I felt that, uh, we were able to cover some things in there that need to be covered. And, um, you know, they've had a chance to visit with their position coaches. You know, I, you know, I talked a little bit about, you know, yesterday not being a, you know, burn the tape type type uh, outlook here, but, you know, we've had a chance to go through it, and and frankly, I think it's time to burn the tape and move on to Tampa, so. Until football starts all again, 
moving on to Tampa, what, what gives you confidence that you can move on and, and get a different outcome? Well, I mean, I have confidence in our football team, regardless of who we lined up against in the playoffs, that we'll be, you know, we'll be successful. And I mean, we, we've, we have built that over the course of the offseason, training camp, and in camp. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're as you know, good as all your parts. I mean, I, I'm more focused on you know, who are the 48 going to be for this game, you know, because we're, you know, we're getting healthy, hopefully get a couple more guys back. Um, so that, that's really where my mind is. Um, and, you know, if you look at the defense, we've had a chance to play some players that didn't, didn't have opportunities, um, you know, at, at all, frankly, or even since earlier in the year. So they got some opportunities. So I feel like we have really good information there. Um, you know, offensively, you know, um, you know, same deal. We, we got some things that we were able to go through and, you know, and, and make sure that we got, you know, the, the right direction going for, for Tampa Bay. And, and just like anything, who's going to be on the 48 that directly affects the special team. So I, I feel like what we, what we're capable of doing is, is, um, you know, very high and a lot of belief and confidence and, uh, we'll get ready to go. And I'm just really focus on a good week of preparation. Michael Gelkin, Dallas Morning News. You weren't sure if it was going to be a six-day week or a seven-day week. Now you've got an eight-day week. How does that change your approach and schedule-wise? What does that mean for this week? I mean, it, re it really doesn't change much of the approach. I, you know, we had the Monday night game in New York, so um, you know, this, the, the, you know, all of these schedules were all done uh, beforehand. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll be very similar to what we did going into the Giants because you know it's obviously. Uh, Monday night type game, um, and it's on the road. So, scheduling wise, so it'll be more of a winter schedule. Um, you know, we'll have a bonus Wednesday on the front end, and then Thursday will be Wednesday, Friday will be, a th you know, that kind of process. Uh, Mike Todd Archer with ESPN. 2015, you guys lost your last two games up there in Green Bay. Uh, are there experiences that you draw on that experience as you're getting your team ready for this game coming off this loss? For us? Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's been a couple of them over the years. Um, you know, you, you you lose games at the end and, and play well in the in the playoffs. Uh, 2010, we, we limped into the playoffs and you know end up at AT and T Stadium playing for it all. So um, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm going to say there. I think there's one other one. Up Twelve, yeah, where you you know you don't play as well as you like at the end. And so uh, yeah, I, I've, I've been on both sides of it. And you mentioned the guys you played on defense uh, that were able to were you able to get any answers out of. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are answers that will go into you know into game planning, and you know, which is which is started already, and um, and those answers will be you know we'll, we'll put players to line up and compete against each other uh, because you know that the defensive personnel will be you know the primary you know, focus on on those individuals. You know how we feel like we match up against Tampa, and then and then ultimately you know the, the tiebreakers will be made by special teams. I mean that, that's a process we've always followed, and you know and, and this is no different. Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News. Is this concerning that here we are at the playoffs and you're still trying to find some pieces at, at corner? Well, I wouldn't say concerning. I, I think it's just, you know, I, I think this is what you go through uh, when you have injuries. So, you know, I think the injury to, you know, Anthony Brown is, you know, Anthony's been, you know, a super consistent player for us since, you know, since I've been here. So, um, you know, I, I think last year and, and what he's done this year, I mean, it, you know, he played at an extremely consistent level. So I, I think it's just a matter of, you know, and also, you know, Jerome Bland's part of that equation too. So it, it you know, it, it, this game is always comes down to matchups. I think it'll be even highlighted more in, in the playoffs, and I think that'll be part of our thinking going into Tampa.
Uh, confidence level for Vanderish and Hankins for this week. Feel good about it. Uh, you know they're both very positive today, so you know we'll see where they are on Wednesday. But you know everything's pointing up. Tyler too. Yeah. Excuse me. Center too. He had a good workout today too, so it's, uh, everything's pointing up. Yeah, I see him being available for Wednesday. Uh, if not, for sure Thursday's practice. And follow-up, uh, you got an extensive look at uh, Mullen and Coyle, so yeah. if you could address both of those. I mean, it's really you know, part of the, the question earlier. I, I think it's definitely given us the information to see how they fit into the defensive packages, how we how we feel like we'll we'll move forward there, and 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 obviously their you know their performance on special teams too will play into that. And one more question, follow-up on on Coyle. What is it that you had seen earlier in the season in practice that you thought might work for the matchup in the season? Yeah, I'm just he, – he's just one of – you know, he's one of those young guys that we don't talk much about but that uh, we've been excited about for, for quite some time, you know. You know, he has, you know, he has corner traits and, and, and his ability to play, play safety, even nickel, um, and then obviously on special teams. So, uh, I just think he's an excellent young ascending player. Dory, we'll go to you. Sports. Mike, whether or not Tyler's back this week, how do you feel about the offensive line generally and even getting Tyron in late in the season? What can you do to continue to work on those blocks? Just got to really work on the continuity. You know, that's why, you know, the, you know, the decision on Tyler is is imperative. So, you know, hopefully, as I've already stated, you know, things are looking up, and um, you know, I haven't completed my my work with the with the medical because I mean they. they just like they do every Monday, you know, you have guys that they got to look at, and then there's extra testing that goes on. They've been in the weight room, they've they've been in the meetings. So, you know, once they get the the final notes, but you know, everything, everything, we're very optimistic for for all these guys. And you talk so much throughout the year about consistency. I know you burned the tape from yesterday, but when you have a performance, yes, like yesterday's, is there any sort of formula from that consistency that didn't work yesterday that you could point to of where you want to improve? Formula of consistency. I don't follow you. I mean, when you try and be consistent, and it, it seems like yesterday wasn't consistent with the rest of the season, is there anything in particular that felt like? Oh, I think it's the National Football League, and I'm not trying to just throw shade to it. Um, you know, we, we we always talk on how difficult it is to win a game, um, and you know, uh, I, I thought they you got to give them got to give them credit, uh, just you know the way they matched our you know our pattern reads and pass concept, the, you know the aggressiveness that they played with in coverage, and you know so uh, you know hindsight's always twenty twenty. Uh, but you know we, we we need to be better in, in spots, and you know and I think like anything, you know when you get a chance to get you, you get punched in the mouth quite often in this league, and, and it's just like anything, it's how you respond. Picking uh, back just a little bit on the line thing for a second, Zeke said that the line stuffs have been a problem, or the problem has been a problem all season to a certain extent. Is that how do you fix that? Or well, I mean line movement is something that you, you regularly see, and I, I think really I, I think a, the bigger challenge. In today's NFL, and what, what we're experiencing is the, the multiplicity in fronts that you see in first and second down. I mean, it's astronomically higher the last couple of years than it was, you know, prior to that. So, you know, then within that, the you know the five-man schemes, the four-man schemes, that you know the the the, the six-man um, you know, looks, and so it's it's just the more the recognition of that and the movement that comes with it. So, yeah, we didn't. Um, there were definitely some spots where you know the, the movement um, you know we didn't handle it great, but you know yeah that's I mean that's something I mean that's really football I mean that's what it comes down to the fundamentals and the basics and so yeah we're, we're definitely focused on those things. Uh, the Tom Brady mystique he's undefeated against the Cowboys is that something that that's real or how do you 
talk to your team about that. I mean, you know, I, I think you know clearly what what we'll pay the most attention to is we've had we've had an opportunity to compete twice against Tom Brady in, in Tampa, and, and that and that's really as far as it, it will go with us. I mean, that's that's all we can focus on. We we have zero responsibility or even time that will not be wasted on what's happened, you know, prior to those two games. I mean, that's, that, 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 none of that responsibility falls, falls to us. Scott. Todd asked you earlier about some of the late season experience in Green Bay. You said yesterday it's a reset anyway. Yeah. Last year the momentum didn't really help going into that game. What's your big picture view of that sort of question of momentum at this point? Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, frankly, the, my team meeting for today was pretty much done. You know, before I got on the got on the plane to go to Washington D.C. and that's not normal. Um, but you know, there's always a turn the page, reboot. You know, whatever term you're looking to use when the regular season ends and, the, and then the playoffs start. Um, so, I mean, you want as much uh, consistency and in conformity to, to how you always operate, but you know we all understand what these games mean. You know you're, we're guaranteed four quarter, you know four quarters. That's all we're guaranteed. Uh, we're prior to that we were, we were we were guaranteed 17 games. So um, so really uh, you know you know my adjustment was you know last night based off what happened in the game and, and then some of the things that I felt needed to be addressed today from the game. But you know there's. You know, once I got through the, the correction of the game, you know, we're, we're, we're on to the playoffs. Hosta Digizua and Chauncey Golston came in together. They both had some standout moments yesterday, including a TFL for mm -hmm. both in the fourth quarter. What have you seen of them from them of late? And with getting Hankins back, how important is, is their progression to this defense? Well, first off, I uh, agree. I thought they played, both played very well. Um, you know, and I, I think clearly, you know, not only the ability to, to play inside, you know, with the with the squareness and gap integrity, I, I think they also were their ability to you know to explode off blocks and is getting much better in their you know in making plays. So uh, I I think that's a a great look. You know, to, as as we go into this week on how we're going to play. So yeah, I was very pleased with both those guys. You're obviously not dismissing your performance yesterday offensively, but when something like that where there don't seem to be many indicators that you're moving in that direction, and then it just hits kind of out of nowhere. Is it a little easier to, to work past, and does it do less to impact confidence than if you saw some things where it was moving in that direction? Yeah, I, I think like anything in this game, it's, it's the accumulation of the little things on both sides of the fence. You know, uh, it's the accumulation of sometimes you may not get the result that you want, but you know if you're doing it right, and. The, and the details are in order. You know the the, the good days are, are are a lot closer than, than than further away. And and I think like with the with the negatives, uh, when you when you're not you know adjusting and tweaking. You know, to, for instance, you know if you look at the first half, you know the first was it first five three and outs. You know we're third and seven, third and six twice, third and five twice. And I mean that, those are all reasonable third down situations to be in. And, and I think our numbers. On third down, going into the game, speak for itself. So you can see where the confidence is. So, so how do you evaluate that? Well, you look at the first and second down run. You know, you know, you know, you're only averaging a little over two yards of carry. You don't know if you're if you're a yard better. So now it's third and four. You know, and, and the third and four is a lot different than third and seven. So that's really the fine line between that. Then take it into the third down situational conversational uh, conversation and just being specific on on how what we did and how we attacked it and the results. So. That's why I think it's important, you know, whether it's week one, you know, in uh, week seven, or 
even 17. Just if, if, if you're on top of your game and the specifics of the details, you, you know, you got to push the envelope one way or the other. So uh, the nice thing is we, we've had a chance to reboot today and, and, uh, and, you know, get ready and start playing for Tampa and have great confidence. We'll be ready to go and going in there and going in there to win the game. For Tyron at right tackle, how different is, is run blocking relative to the sunny right there? Mm-hmm. Uh, relative to the left side, like how, how, how different is that for a guy who's been accustomed to on one side to the other in a transition? I mean, I don't want to be crude here, but the best description I ever heard was from Josh sitting, and he could be crude, is, uh, you know, when we moved him to the left guard, you know, he said it's, it's like wiping your ass with your right hand, and then you got to switch to your left. It's a pain in the ass. So <laughs> it's, it takes time. <laughs> All right, that's my humor for today. Thank you. There he is, Mike McCarthy, with perhaps a regrettable anecdote there to wrap up the press conference, but point taken, uh, no doubt. Uh, and he, he reiterated several times, we're going to go into the playoffs with confidence. You're trying to speak that into existence at this point. How confident are you? We will give you your chance coming up to 6 o'clock sound off. That'll be time for your phone calls at 6 o'clock. But in the meantime, if you want to text in, that is great. It's uh, time next for a little Eric Chiafalo. Where are we heading, sir? The rare double middle finger disguised as victory. And what do you call your grandparents? That's next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, thank you very much. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It is time now for Eric Chiafalo and the best of the weekend. Here he is, Chief. Happy 89th birthday to Mumum. And uh, we will uh, celebrate accordingly here by doing two things. Of course, we'll get to making uh, making fun of her and my grandfather, uh, Pup Up, uh, here in just a moment with some classic audio uh, that we have stored in the vault. But uh, also, what do you call your grandparents? Because I got a mom and a Pup Up on one side, and then I just have grandma and grandpa on the other. Uh, I know Walchuk legendarily, Heppy. Yep, Heppy and Honey. And Honey? Those were mine. It's grandma and grandpa. Oh, that's amazing. May they rest in peace. Uh, I know we get a lot of we get a lot of memes and mamas, and we do have the nine seven two saying I only knew one side of my grandparents and only the women. So my grandma was nanny, and my great grandma was other nanny. Uh, so that's <laughs> all that. Other <laughs> nanny, I like nanny, that. Nanny and other nanny. My the mom and pop up thing for me is my mom's side is from the northeast, and I guess that's a thing for them. Okay. Like in the northeast, there's a lot of mom and pop ups going down. Okay. But uh, around here, not so much. No. So I, I am a lot of nannies here. A lot of nanas, yeah. A lot of mamas and pawpaws or peepaws or whatever it may be. Peepaw. Uh, I think I'm just going to be. I'm going to be grandpa when that day comes for me. Like I don't need a special name. I'm just gonna be grandpa. I'm gonna call you peepaw. We're, I like that. We've been uh, all grandpa and grandma in our household for a while. Although my mom is trying to make a move on the word granny. Okay, she mm. wants to be granny. 
and about half the uh, half the grandkids are respecting that wish. Okay. Um, yeah, we've always been grandma and grandpa though. Although Abby, when she was about three, she started calling me honey, and I loved it. I did yeah. not want to correct her at all, but Cassandra always called me honey. Right. Right. So uh, I became honey there for a while, and it, it was uh, it was magical because she'd be hollering for me at a grocery store, right? Honey, honey. And I'd be like, here I come. <laughs> That's adorable. And people were like, did she just call you honey? That is adorable. It's adorable. It, it is. is. Yeah. We go with, uh, Bennett goes with Paul and Suge. Paul and Suge. Oh, Suge. There you That's go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Suge. Yeah. I do that like ass. that. My that mom, cool. my mom has adopted that as her name. Like when she introduces herself to people. She's known, she's like Shug. Her real name is Shirley. Okay. So, but like okay. Bennett Shug. called her Shug. And so now she, like, like say she teaches over at Green Hill and the students call her Shug. Oh, so oh, she's fantastic. adopted, have adopted like, that. Yeah, yeah Shug's cool. Yeah. Lucius, what do we got? The old classic grandma, grandpa. Yep. Uh, great grandma is Big Mama. Big okay. Mama. That's, nice. that's a good Lovely one. Big Mama. That's that's a good one. I like that a lot. Okay, so uh, we will make fun of my grandparents here on my grandmother's 89th birthday in just a moment. But first, we need to do the uh, the the saluting of the the rare victory, uh, or the rare, really, double middle finger that's disguised as a victory, and that's Lovey Smith. Uh, and it's also Dan Campbell, but Lovey Smith there uh, winning a, a useless game for the Texans. Not even useless. They needed the game, but they needed the L. Uh, the only use to that game for the Texans was taking the L, getting the number one overall pick. But fourth and 20 with 58 seconds remaining in the game, Hail Mary style down seven. Then you go for two and you get the victory as the Texans when all you need to do is take an L, even if it's just by one point, so you can get that number one overall pick. Nah, but I'm now so proud of them. the Bears own that and Lovey Smith gets fired. And that's just the perfect way to go out if you're Lovey Smith in my mind. Now, on Agreed. the other side of things, Dan Campbell and company last night, they didn't need the victory. Oh, how sweet it was, though, watching Ooh, Aaron Rodgers. Watching Ooh. Aaron Rodgers lose at home with the playoffs on the line to Man Campbell and Jamal Williams and Jared Goff was special. And it started before the game. The, the Lions knew going into that game, we don't have any reason to play. So, Dan Campbell, what's your motivation here uh, a few minutes before kickoff? How motivated are you guys? Yeah, we just, we don't want them to go. So that's our motivation. So we're ready. We're trying to play. We're trying to finish this game and see if we can make some plays on both sides of the ball, special teams. And uh, that's our objective. I did feel for him <laughs> last night. He had the frozen tundra on his face. He he was wearing it last oh, that night. Thing, well, he was, was standing his, outside. I know that feeling, too. Yeah. Watching it, just frostbite on the face. It looks like nothing, Mike Zimmer. There's nothing. Oh, Tom Coughlin. Coughlin, oh, Coughlin had, had, go, had go playoff back. game. Tom Coughlin's face looked like it was going to just peel off. That it did. At the end. He got the victory. And that, I guess frozen face might equal victory at Lambeau Field. Yeah. The red That's, leather face. Yeah, yeah. Zimmer, though, is legendary because even indoors, even indoors, he seems to have it. But, I, I mean, you could see Man Campbell was on the field. They're playing the Seahawks game at Lambeau trying to see what happens. And he's standing there watching it and evidently... Obviously, Seattle wins, so they knew the result, but I felt for him. I was really hoping Seattle would lose, just so that was a win and you're in game. I just love him being like, no, we, we're playing to just to ruin their night. We're Green playing Bay. spoiler, and we want everybody to know it. Well, do you kind of feel like, though, that having Green Bay at the seventh seed might have been the best thing? It would have been nice. It would have been, but just I having Rodgers no, out is fun, I'm just saying, if you're a Cowboy fan, right. Seattle going to San Francisco to knock them out. Maybe. That is... That's probably your best. But you know path, what? Now it, right? it's probably not. They just lost to the Lions, so they're not any damn good. Bleep that Rodgers guy. 
now that was the pregame. Postgame, Jamal Williams, former Packer, very emotional, excited about the the Lions victory. Uh, but listen to this mid-interview 180. It, it is pretty incredible the the mood swing that takes place for Jamal Williams mid-interview here. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked, their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. <laughs> he was That's literally, fun. he's like emotional about his grandfather to start. And then by the end, he's like, yeah, but we're dogs and I'm glad we won. And don't you ever bet against us. Yeah, Aaron Even Rodgers. though at one point in the season, we had the single, like yeah. historically worst defense in the history of the we sport. One in seven. One in seven, yeah. Or something <laughs> like but it's funny, Aaron Rodgers talked to him after the game, like pulled him real close and was like telling him something. And all I was wearing like, I kind of wonder what that that conversation was like. The fact that you know that he he, he broke Barry Sanders' record. Think about that: seventeen touchdowns in the Pretty season. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. On my grandmother's eighty ninth birthday, here is the voicemail she accidentally left to my brother. Well, she meant to do the first part of the voicemail. She didn't hang up, and then her and my grandpa got in a huge argument. It was great. Hi, Mikey. This is Mama. You're probably out eating now. Could. Um, you give me a call back. I have a question to ask you or just text me if you get this message. I can't get the Netflix to go on at all. So I looked at my box and one plug is not plugged in. I put a mirror in back of it and I don't know which thing it will hook into. It one with the two dots or one looks like a receptacle. Uh, maybe that's the reason why my Netflix isn't working. Could you call me back? Thank you. Bye-bye. Here's where it gets good. <clears throat> I hope they don't blow it. If I plug it in, something happens to it. Well, it won't fit. Only one of them. It probably was one cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, honey. I know you know, but I can't. What do you want? Yeah, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Don't mess up my picture here. Oh, my Lord have mercy. Never mess your picture up. That's crazy. Well, the picture was right there. Well, look at this. Look at this here, too. And look at this up here. Where do you want me to plug it in? The back of this thing? Yeah, I, I want you to see where it is. Can I you can't see? see no. Let me get the lights on more. Let's see. The lights are on. I can hold the mirror. Which, which, which is it? I... <laughs> All right. Can we move a few things here? <laughs> wow. They had no idea. Awesome. She thought Don't she mess up my up. picture, dear. <laughs> that will live on forever, man. <laughs> Shout out to Mom and Papa. <laughs> Sounds like your family's a lot of fun, Chia Follow. Yeah, they're not bad. I love it. Bad. You can tell the, the love through all the vulgarities. Absolutely. That's Only right. true love can stand through that. We got lights out. Sean Merriman set to join us next here in the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 